Welcome to How Travel Writers Self-Publish. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book written, self-published, and marketed to a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Today's show is all about defining your content scope. But before we rush headlong into doing that, we need to make sure that you've written your descriptive statement because your descriptive statement defines what type of travel guide you're going to write, who you're writing it for, and a bird's eye view of what content you're going to cover. If you don't already have your descriptive statement in front of you and you haven't gone through the exercise of identifying your target audience, put this podcast on hold and go and listen to episode number nine, how to identify your target audience to focus your writing. Knowing who you're writing your travel guide for is one of the most critical parts of the travel guide planning process. Actually, it's one of the most critical parts of any book that you write, fiction or non-fiction. So if you can rein in your enthusiasm to start the writing process, take a couple of steps back, define your audience and use that to write your descriptive statement, that's really beneficial for this next step in the travel guide process. So let's get onwards and upwards with our travel guide scope. So what are you going to include in your travel guide and what are you going to leave out? This is a key decision in your planning process. If you don't define your content scope, you'll run the danger of stuffing your guide with information that isn't relevant to your target audience. And this lack of direction could derail your travel guide and turn your readers off. Determining what content you're going to leave out of your travel guide is just as important as what you're going to include. But before we start listing out the details of what's in and out of scope, We need to make sure that you've got your descriptive statement on hand. If you haven't already written one, I've covered that process in an earlier podcast and there's articles on my website about writing a descriptive statement, which is basically just a posh word for your elevator speech explaining your book to a person you've just met. So they have an instant image of what your book's about. Here's an example of a descriptive statement. My side trip travel guide will feature day trips out of Paris for artists retracing the footsteps of famous painters, giving them the opportunity to step back into France's impressionistic history era. With that one short paragraph, you know the type of guide I'm writing, which is a side trip travel guide. You know what destination I'm covering, which is day trips out of Paris. You know that my target audience is artists retracing the footsteps of famous painters. And you know this target audience is especially interested in impressionistic art. So if I'm the author of this Paris book, I need to make sure I only include information that's relevant to my target audience. So as it's a side trip travel guide, obviously transport options for day trips would be useful and whether that's bus, train, bike or car rental. If I'm sharing information about famous painters, residences and tours and tour information, and opening and closing time and cost would be useful. A list of artist residences that can be reached during the day trips. Maybe some history of the artist and the houses and the places they spent time in. Places nearby for eating and drinking. Good places for photographs while sightseeing. Specific times of the year to visit. Then as my target audience is artists, Maybe they're coming to Paris and they want to do some sketching and drawing. So how about including a list of artist material shops? So the next step is to look at what's out of scope for this book. Because my book covers day trips out of Paris, 
there's no need to include any accommodation listings because my readers aren't staying overnight at these day trip locations. They're coming back to their base in Paris. I'm going. I'm not going to include any artist residences that require an overnight stay because my book's just about day trips. And I'm not going to include any information about Paris except for the transport options to reach those day trip locations. So as you see, without a descriptive statement or without having defined my target audience first, it'd be really difficult to define what's in and out of scope. But once you've got the building blocks of your target audience, which allows you to write a descriptive statement, together those elements is going to help you define what you're going to write about. I wish I'd known this simple lesson when I wrote my first travel guide because it was a steep learning curve. I lost sight of my target audience and ended up including information that wasn't relevant to my core demographic. I got swept up in my enthusiasm for showcasing travel information I'd stumbled across during my research. You know what it's like when you log into Google to search on any topic and then 20 minutes later you've fallen down that information superhighway rabbit hole and completely forgotten what your initial search was about. So in the spirit of transparency, I have to admit that although I did create a descriptive statement for my first book, I didn't formulate my content scope before I started writing. This meant that my content veered off path and I spent valuable time researching information that was irrelevant to my audience. And then I spent more time writing it, rewriting it and editing it only to have it thrown out because it wasn't relevant to my target audience. So here was my descriptive statement for my first travel guide that I wrote back in 2013. My destination guide will feature off the beaten path locations in Bodrum for independent travellers who want to steer clear of the tourist destinations and arrange tours to discover slow travel through this area of Turkey for some cultural immersion. So my location was Bodrum, Turkey. The type of guide I'm writing is a destination guide. Uh, the content niche is off the beaten path locations and my target audience was independent travellers. So my content scope was to include local transportation, including ground transportation from the airport. I wanted to include local restaurants serving traditional Turkish food. I wanted to include sightseeing beaches, shopping, arts and crafts. I also wanted to include cookery classes and independent tours. And to put this destination in context, I wanted to include a brief local history. Now, the vision I had for my target audience was that they were slightly older, maybe empty nesters. So I knew I didn't need to include any information about what to do with the kids. But somewhere along the way, when I was researching things to do at night and restaurants that had live music, I got sidetracked into nightclubs and because there were a lot of those in the area, I spent a lot of time researching and finding out about them and then I realised that they weren't really relevant to my target audience. So all of that information got thrown overboard. So I know it's easy to get enthusiastic when you start writing a book and you just want to get words on a page, but honestly, save yourself some time and effort and make sure you've got a clear idea in your head who you're writing for and what kind of travel guide you want to write so that what you include is relevant to who you're writing it for. Now, there's always going to be some information you include that you do actually move out and maybe you put it aside for a blog post or you include it in another book. 
You're never going to have a perfect first draft. The whole idea of writing a first draft is just to get your thoughts down on a page. But don't start that exercise with at least having maybe a small index card or a post-it note with your descriptive statement on it so that you have a constant reminder of who you're writing your book for and what they need. Put this little note front and centre so it's a constant reminder. And it's an excellent tool for when you start veering off your content path during your writing process. You can easily bring yourself back to centre by checking your descriptive statement and the content scope. And this will confirm whether what you're writing is within the guardrails of your concept. If you go to the free downloads page on my website, you'll see I have a worksheet. It's, uh, it's worksheet number eight, define your content scope. And this worksheet includes a content scope example that we covered in this show and a blank template for defining your travel guide's content scope. And it's important to remember that as you begin to write your guide, you may end up adjusting your content scope to include additional information. But you should always check that you're including content that appeals to your target audience. It's important to draw a line in the sand when it comes to determining what you're going to include and what you're going to leave out. It's so easy to get intrigued by a nugget of information you stumble across in your research process and then you'll get sidetracked about researching more about it just so that you can include it in your book when actually when you look at it it has no appeal to your target audience. So give yourself permission to tweak your content scope, but always bring it back to what's important, your target audience. You've been listening to the How Travel Writers Self-Published Podcast, hosted by digital nomad and travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com. Music